everybody. This is Ashley. This is Karen. And this is The Musicals. Hey, Karen. How's it going? Good. I feel like I've seen you a lot lately. We have actually seen each other a lot lately. We've been doing a lot of social activities together. It's fun. It is. I play on a trivia team, and last week I was like, dear Karen, do you want to come too? Because there was a question about ABBA. Because we get... Exactly. Or a question about Mamma Mama Mia. Mia. And I knew it was your favorite. It is. So I invited you to come, because we do get some clues, so that's how I knew there would be a question. But in the end, we didn't really need your help on that one. No. But talking about ABBA... <laughs> yes? Um, Des Moines Symphony is doing the music of ABBA on Friday, uh, no, Saturday, October 14th. It's a symphonic oh. performance of ABBA. And they were, originally it was supposed to be the music of the Eagles, but they had to cancel, so now it's ABBA. And they did this performance at, um, oh, Waterworks Park. Okay. Um, over um, Labor Day. So one night was ABBA, and then the next night was like, it wasn't John Williams, but it was something kind of like John Williams. But it was like 200 degrees, and so that's why I didn't go. So now it's going to be an air conditioning inside. So oh. I'm pretty sure I'm going to go. Oh, fun. Yeah. Um, you said John Williams, which made me think of John Philip Sousa. Yes. Do you know what I learned like recently, and I'm really embarrassed, because I was in band through college. Yes. And my 8-year-old told me this fact yesterday, or the other day. Yes. Wait, 7-year-old? So the marching tuba yes. is called the sousaphone. Oh, yeah. It's named after John Philip Sousa. Oh, you didn't know that? I didn't know that. Oh. I How embarrassing. I mean, I'm admitting it to everybody, but I was like, that's obviously. Obviously. Yes. Because he wrote all the marches. Yes. And my kid had to tell me that. She's like, yeah, they named an instrument after him. And I'm like, the Sousaphone, of course. To take the edge off your embarrassment, <laughs> um, my house, and this was in India, had like a very long, like the entire length of the house was the living room and the dining room combined. Okay. And my dad would put Sousa marches on, and when I was little, I would march up and down the entire length of the yes. house. Yes. I love it. So, yeah. we. I mean, we've talked about how, like, we both grew up in homes uh, surrounded by a lot of music. But that is a very vivid, like, and every now <laughs> and then he would, like, step in like he was in charge. Love it. As well, too. Love so. it. <laughs> love it. Well, we're here today to talk about Beetlejuice, 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 the musical, the musical, the musical, which, by the way, did you see that was on the playbill? It says no, the musical, the musical, the I musical. It's very clever. Um, which is playing at the Des Moines Civic Center um, now through the 8th, right? Sunday? Sunday. Yeah. Um, I want to hear about what you thought first, I think. Okay, so I'd seen the movie, but a long, long, long time ago. And honestly, I didn't remember a lot of it at all. And I love the musical because it is a riot. It's so funny. Like, it is a riot, and the crowd was in it. And I always love when the production, when the crowd is in it. People dressed up in stripes. There was a costume contest yesterday. Did you know that? Oh, no, I didn't know that. I saw it on Instagram later. Oh, oops. It's okay. Continue. And packed house. Packed. It was a riot. Because everybody got into it. There was a lot of laughter at like just random points, mm-hmm. even as well too. It wasn't like pause, laugh. Right. People were literally laughing out loud at different points. Like at one point I missed uh, 
part of dialogue because people yeah. were laughing. Oh, yes, definitely. And there was one point where, um, so Beetlejuice himself like talks to the audience a lot. Yes, breaks the fourth wall. Um, and at one point he turned and asked a question and I literally shouted out an answer yes. and I was like, oh no, I should not be participating. This isn't Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> it was great. It was such a fun watch. Just fun music, fun story, fun interpretation from the movie. Okay, yeah. And they kind of put that disclaimer in there as well. Too. Like in the first song. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. They say um, they're going to stray from the source material. Yes. And I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I would highly recommend people going to see it. Don't take your kids. Do not take your kids. I would say rated R. Yes. Like, it's not a PG situation. No. It is a very low rated R. Yeah. Like in the sense of, but it's not PG-13. No. It is a good pg 16 and a half, 17. Yeah, yeah, like your older high school kid would probably love it. Yes. Your tween is going to, one, a lot of stuff may go over their heads, but two, um, there's a lot of raunchy yes. in there. A lot and of raunchy. You're going to have to do a fair amount of explaining. So much explaining. <laughs> and your kid's going to have an attitude. <laughs> so. Um, so I <clears throat> I tried to watch Beetlejuice the movie this week, but I couldn't find it for free and fast. Because mm -hmm. um, I have seen the movie way back when, but I don't remember a lot from it. I don't either. And it came out in 88, because I looked it up, because I was like, how old was I when it came out? And essentially, I was too young for it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, but I, so I listen to a lot of music as I work on okay. whatever streaming stuffs, and they figured out my algorithm that I like yes. uh, show tunes. And so, I don't know, let's say like six months ago, I started listening to the music. Yeah. Um, and I, I very much like the music. I've decided that my music, uh, my favorite kind of music is like a show tune with some angsty rock kind of. Because I like, I like your Spring Awakenings. Yes. I like this type of music. I like... Um, you like Broadway with electric guitar. Sure. I don't know that I love School of Rock, though. School of Rock was a big fat dud for me. Okay, okay. But, like, I feel like this music is in my wheelhouse. There's a yes. lot of belting songs. Yes. I love a good belt. Uh, also, there was a tap number, and Karen looked over at me. I was like, here it is. <laughs> <laughs> I, that was, uh, that was like thrown in there completely randomly. And a marching band came out with some cheerleaders. Yes. Um, so anyway, I started listening to the music a while ago. And then in the last week or two, I really, I started like requesting it. And there was like a concept album in 2015 okay. that I suppose was the demo to, to make this. Sure. So uh, it was by Eddie Perfect. I don't know. Um, so if you go on Spotify and you say you want the Beetlejuice soundtrack, you'll get those too. Okay. So there were some songs that I had heard that weren't in the show either. Yep. And, you know, I always wonder if I do myself a disservice by listening too much ahead of time. It took me a minute to get into it. Because I was like, because okay. I was trying to figure out, I was like, wait, but I thought the first song was going to be yeah. this one. The wheels were turning in your brain. And I needed to shut off my brain. Yes. It was so, so, so fun. It, it was, was so fun. a ton of fun. And it's, it's a riot. That's the only word I can keep using uh, for it. It is a lot. It's super fast paced. Oh. We have to talk about this. In the playbill, they did not list the songs. No. And I am a, I'm a linear thinker, so I love to look at the list of the songs, and I like to know where I'm at, because I like to know when intermission is, because I like to know the story arc and know when I need to be ready for intermission. Sure. 
had no idea and i kind of guessed where it would be mm-hmm. but not well enough to know oh yeah it definitely is going to be here as well too i think that's a clever move you think so i actually kind of like you the answer. exactly because you just don't quite know where and especially for musicals when you have no idea because i can think of other ones uh that i've gone through where i've kind of been like oh i'm not totally into this and by intermission after intermission i'm totally doing the countdown like okay six songs where it's song 4 you know sure. just have to do and so i actually enjoyed the fact that it was the great unknown yeah so in the movie i yes. remember there was some like really random stuff happening and that was captured on stage too where he would like randomly a hand would show up and hand him something yes or he ended up with three legs at some point where he was crossing his legs like all this little random stuff And that was in the movie, but I really loved how they translate that to stage. They kept like it was there was a lot of magic, I would call it. Or So I agree with that because there was one scene where he's going crazy and how do you translate that without say a CGI or sure. editing? And the way they did it is they had giant hands, so he was yes. slapping people around yes. and I thought that was pretty clever. Yes. Speaking of CGI, So our show started probably 20 minutes late. A good 20 minutes late. And so this this stage was completely blank when we walked in. There's like a a skew kind of uh frame around it and then it was a blank sta- stage with then a an LED screen in the back. Mm-hmm. And so we assumed that there was something wrong with the LED or something and I think that's probably yeah. the case, which is why it got delayed. Um and I was wondering how much of the show would depend on that LED All screen. The show. but it was so well done i thought yeah, 100% um because the, like when they were in the netherworld it was very simple but yes. it was very effective and then um a lot of times when they were changing scenes there would be like some bats flying in front of the curtain right. which i thought was super awesome and a really nice way to transition but keep the the crowd in it you know what i mean they also did a very clever technique of where they downsized the stage with curtains yes. if it was just a uh, one tiny scene part yes. yes and i appreciated that because then there was that's how they were able to still stay fast paced yes because they could do on the curtain side they could do whatever changes they need to do and then oh we just lift up the side curtain and then right. we go whereas if they did it for the whole thing you would be kind of like and Waiting. pause yeah. yeah you're right it was super fast paced yeah um the other thing i was thinking of too was that there was like lots of lightning and thunder and yes. i jumped a lot <laughs> i had to close my eyes because of the lighting effects at certain points i don't um like have headaches or anything triggered by lights but i don't want to find out sure there was um, lots of strobe yes and so if you're affected by that yes <laughs> I um was also that was also another thing where I felt like how they kept the magic as well too because they used that very effectively the yeah. whole lights. Yeah, and he was uh so the character playing Beetlejuice, uh he was super fast too, so there were a lot of times where he was shooting fire. Yes. But it was so fast I didn't catch yeah. it and I even tried to catch him at some points, but yeah. he was so fast and not only was it like fast paced but the wit was really fast too. I thought about that because I was thought about I would have to do a rewatch to get all the dialogue I didn't I know I did not get all the dialogue 100%. And that's where listening to the song sort of helped me because okay. I, there were definitely some jokes I'm like oh people didn't get it. Yeah. I, I but I know that was funny. Yeah. That was funny everybody. Right. It was uh, it was it moved really fast. Yeah. Um so our 
Uh, Beetlejuice was played by Justin Collette, and he apparently had been in School of Rock before. Okay. That was in his, in the playbill. I looked to see if he was here, but oh, he yeah. was not. He was on Broadway. He wasn't on the okay. tour. Um, and I ended up watching some TikToks last night, which I should have just gone to bed because I didn't get home till 11, but on how he does the voice. Okay. Which is interesting because apparently the guy on Broadway did the voice a little bit different, like physically the way they yeah. do the voice because it's very gravelly. Yes. And if you're doing it eight so days shows, a week yeah. or eight shows a week, um, I could see that being really grating, but he talked about how it didn't hurt his voice. So if you want to look up his little TikTok, that was pretty okay. interesting, I thought. Um, and our, um, Lydia was actually an understudy, Jerrica Davis. I thought she was great. I would have never known she, she was an understudy. She had a big voice. She and I did. 100% agree, I would not have thought she was the understudy. And think so. about how many lines and blocking yeah. and, like, so like, songs I feel like would probably be the easiest part because you can hum those along. But knowing all those lines, and it was so well done. And I thought their, um... Chemistry's not the right word. They're banter, the two of them. You mean Beetlejuice? Beetlejuice yeah. and Lydia. And also, there's like a couple that's living in the house. They're trying to haunt everybody. Yeah. They were they were comical. Yes, they were comical in how they were just so such a dark contrast to to Beetlejuice. They were so wholesome. They were so very wholesome. I did not care for her shoes. I don't know why that that drew me for a long time because she had a dress on and then yes. like sneakers. Which oh, I, that's the thing now, though. Well, I 100% dress for comfort. Like, yes. Right now I'm wearing pants that are comfier than jeans, even though they look dressy. Because they have a stretchy waistband. Like, <laughs> I totally get it. But for some reason, her, her shoes got me. But they were so wholesome and funny because they were so wholesome and such a contrast, I thought. And they played it well. And I thought they had good chemistry. Because there were parts of it where it were just the two of them. And I was, I thought to myself, I'm like, they're just trying to make it in the world. <laughs> Yeah, they were played by Megan McGinnis and Will Burton, which, by the way, Will Burton remind me a ton of Mikey Day from Saturday Night Live. Oh, yes! Rick said the same I thing. I could say that. I could totally say that. Because, yes. And that makes perfect sense. Because I was trying to um, put my finger on it, on why he looked familiar, and that makes perfect sense. There's a lot of physical comedy in this show. Yeah, there is. A, a lot. lot of physical comedy. Yeah. Especially, there is, so there's one scene where they're like everybody's being possessed. Yeah. That is, that choreography, like, I'm not saying the choreography was stellar, but everybody doing it as they were possessed, like, that was, the genius. Like, I it was agree, so well done. Because that was the scene where I thought to myself, how is this going to interpret from screen to sure, stage? Sure, And they, yes, I 100% agree that it was a great job. And it was super fun, and it was right before intermission. It and was. everybody was waiting for this song. They knew it was going to happen. Yes. Um, so that was really fun too. Yeah. Um, the other two main characters, so <laughs> Jesse Sharp was the dad. Did he not remind you of Sean Connery? No, he reminded me of somebody else. Okay. Because I thought he was too young to be a Sean Connery, but well, he sure. reminded me of somebody else. And I, again, I can't put my finger on it. It's okay. I'll pass the pillow bell. Maybe you can see who it looks like. And then Kate Merrily, she was the like Delia. She was hilarious. She I was thought really she funny. did a great job. I 100%, like 100% um, enjoyed her time. I thought she did physical comedy very uh, well did. as well. I like the way she stayed in character too when she sang. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so it was a case of she just was in it, but also was not in it. 
and that is mentioned in the musical about how she doesn't fit but she's there sure yeah and that totally worked that's true that's true um i will say i felt the second half was a little slower than the first half and there was a lull i feel like the crowd felt it i 100 uh, i keep saying 100% all through this time okay, we should do a word count of 100% <laughs> i agree with that and it kind of like went went a little bit and there was disjointed bits where they would they mention something about how like one specific thing they were like oh get the magic chalk and i was like i don't remember the get them getting the magic no. chalk to begin with yeah and i was like did something happen there did i miss something um there was a whole scene i i shouldn't i'm not, without a spoiler, spoiler. <laughs> um where it didn't make any sense to me and it was kind of weird yeah i think maybe because that the second act seemed to depart more from the source material from what i remember from when i saw it a long time yes. ago that it seemed less cohesive cuz as i was thinking about the last scene later in the day i w- last night i was like wait a minute so now can these people see these people cuz i thought they couldn't see right them. so that's i felt like the second half there were gaps in the story because they had done more character development for lydia okay and so to fill in that gap which this speaks to the actress is that I wanted to wring her neck for her behavior. Okay. In the second act, I was like, "Oh my gosh, this child needs to get it together." Well, and I just couldn't figure I was like, "Wait, so how did we go from point A to point B? Like, how did this make sense? Like, what was the strategy here?" Yeah. In her, in her character. Yes. And maybe I just need to think about it more or maybe I missed something in the dialogue. But it was moving fast enough pace that you didn't notice it at the time. And then I was like, "Wait a minute, how did we get to here?" I don't know. And I did, but the but her feelings um totally made sense. Sure. She had this entire speech about how I hope that I don't forget my dead mother. Yeah. And I was like, "I have had that exact conversation sure. where if I don't talk about her, it's like she ceases to exist." Sure. completely charmed by that. Yeah. But her behavior till that point I was like but she's young, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's so, young and angsty. Yes. I mean she's got yeah, the black and the world revolves around her. Sure. Cuz she's young and that's how it is when you're young. Yes. But, um what else was I thinking about? I like how that book lit up. I don't know how they did that. I wondered about that as well too. Um at the in the last scene, so they sing that Shake Sonora song, which yes. I think was kind of like people like this song from the movie, so we, we have to include it. We keep it cuz it didn't work. It didn't work. Um but people liked the song. I but, also thought they would invite us to sing and they, they didn't. didn't. But in the movie, I'm pretty sure she like is suspended up in the air or whatever. Yes. And she kind of goes to um, the staircase and floats like let's call it 6 inches over the ground. I, I was like why did we do waste. this? Yes. I was like why did we do this? Yeah. I don't know how it happened because I didn't see anyone hook her. I'm pretty sure up. she was attached to the banister. She must have been because uh she was not raised very much off no. and I thought it was a big giant waste. Right. I would have left it out. Yeah. That was the that was like my biggest criticism yeah. like why and then she was like look at me I have snake arms I'm like I don't care like yeah. why go back and sing and sweep or something. Right. Um uh there was a poor gentleman in the front. I mean maybe it's not. Maybe he was just gesturing in a general area that Beetlejuice picked on constantly. Oh my goodness, that poor gentleman. 
where he kept saying, he gets me. He right. knows what's going on. He gets me. And then at the end... It got a little, like, it was just like, hope this gentleman's comfortable <laughs> in his own skin. Yes, I hope, uh, yes. And the people that they are with is open to this kind of thing. Yep, mockery. <laughs> there was a lot of... Um, sexual innuendos a lot tons of them yes tons of them even at the end i don't know if you noticed when they did the game show they had their names written on the middle on them and for the guy it said sexy instead of adam oh it did yes yes that's funny but it was weird too i thought in the second act um beetlejuice changed from his stripes Mm -hmm. and into a suit and then he had a couple of different costume changes and none of them were stripes and he lost his hair um, Which I was upset by. <laughs> I saw how that went down because I was watching because they did this little thing that they were going to they put him in kind of a barber chair and they were going to show uh, how he got cleaned up. Yeah. And um, they had a, um, a barber whatever okay. that thing is cloak. Sure. And they pulled it over his head so it gave him time. Oh sure. To change because I was like, how's this gonna go down? But I just wish it would still be green. I don't know. It wasn't green. I think it was because of the way they had to do the costume change. Then it's fine. I'm yes. just saying, just yeah. keep your keep your keep your crazy hair. Yes. I love it. I love it. I keep your crazy hair. No. Um, Lydia's dresses were always too much for me, but that's okay. The one of the, the final one. ones, the red one, was too much. <gasps> that was a lot. I, yeah, it really was. She was drowning in it. <laughs> um, and I don't remember enough of the movie to know if that was a like verbatim costume. I feel like that whole, like, scenario was a departure. But uh, maybe I never watched to the end of the movie, I don't too. remember. I need to rewatch the movie. Because I, I was thinking about it, and my guess is I was probably scared when I saw it. Sure. Um, so I don't remember much of it at all. I don't either. So it worked out. Um, um, Beetlejuice's mom. Yes. She reminded me of Roz from Monsters, Inc. Yes. <laughs> That's it. Because I was like, I've seen this character before somewhere. Where is it? But loved the part where she vapes and it comes out through her neck. Yes. It was Very little fun. touches like that that were exactly. really fun. Yes. That were really fun. Enjoyed enjoyed the pacing. It's fast paced. Yes, it did die down some in the second act. But that was because of um, the character. Like, I'm pretty sure it's because of the character development. But it is a riot. It is a fun watch. It's one to go see with friends, too. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend going with a bunch of people who you can laugh with. So question for you. Yes. I think Des Moines, Playha- Des Moines Performing Arts getting it in October is genius and probably Ooh, helped with ticket call. sales. Yes. It was packed. 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 What do you think it's like in April? Do you think you'd still love it? I think so. Because I'm not a big Halloween person. No, but I think it definitely helps. I don't doubt it. Yeah. It's, I, it's yeah. a good spooky time. Yeah, it is. I agree with time. that. But it wasn't... Um, I'm not... Yeah, I'm not a big Halloween person. So to me, that doesn't matter. Um, I did wonder about why it didn't win um, a Best Musical yeah. for the Tony. It went against Hadestown. It was the year Hadestown oh. won. And so it makes sense. And I loved Hadestown. Yeah. So I can completely see... Um, why it got, you know, it didn't win, but it was well nominated. Good, because it's a, it's a really yes. good show. Like it's, it might be in my top ten. It's, I would see it any time. I would see town. it again too to yeah. get the wit as well, and a second watching would give you other things that you could yeah. like watch for. 
um, it's also well worth the money in length. It's not short. No. It is a full scale musical. Yeah. So yes. Yeah. Um, I feel like I have to mention it because it was such a big deal. I don't know if if our listeners followed the drama around a Beetlejuice showing in Denver. Oh, I did. I'm all over this with Lauren Boebert. Yes. So do you, do you want to tell us about it? Oh, it is so good and juicy. <laughs> uh, Lauren Boebert is a representative from uh, the state of Colorado. She won um, a previous term and she eked out a win essentially last fall. Okay. She barely won. And uh, in the last year, she um, is going through a divorce. She may already be divorced, but she's back on the dating scene and went on a date with uh, somebody from Denver. I think the gentleman lives in Denver and they went to see Beetlejuice in Denver. And I don't, I'm assuming it's the same traveling company. I think so. Okay. I think so. And proceeded to vape and deny that she was vaping because the lady behind her complained and told the ushers, like, this behavior is out of control. And I don't think the lady behind her even knew who she was. So it wasn't like she complained because she was vaping. She complained because she was videoing. She complained because she was taking selfies. She was singing out loud at some point. And she had uh, arms in the air. Like, she just don't care. Um, and they asked her, the lady behind asked her and said, like, can you stop? And yeah. uh, Bobert was disrespectful, so they had sure. to go get the ushers. And she denied the things she was doing, and she eventually was escorted out. She denied everything she was doing. And then, like, three days later, the um, footage comes out Video. from yeah. the cameras, the security cameras. Yeah. She was groping her date. Oh, full on yes. groping her and date. And so was he. He was, yes, it, so much groping. It was so bad. Like, it was so bad. And the lady didn't complain about that because she couldn't see. No. To give you a hint of what kind of groping it was. Yes, yes. Um, but there was selfies and, like, arms in the air, like, I just don't care. Video and recording. Vaping. Yeah. And the woman behind her was pregnant. That's yes. why she asked her to stop vaping. It gets better because they said, would you mind stopping? And then the date, instead of saying like, oh, I'm so sorry, he then proceeds to say, would you like a drink to the pregnant lady? <laughs> like, oh, that'll make it all better. Sure. Yeah. Have sure. a drink on us. No. What? No. So, Yes. Well, and the joke was my husband asked if he could go to the show too. And we, I ordered his ticket in April, I'm pretty sure. And mm-hmm. it was hard to find a ticket, which again, packed. <laughs> but the, I go with my group of girls and he literally sat by himself. Yes. <laughs> we Somebody offered to go sit in his spot. He's like, no, it's fine. I'll go sit by myself. But I, w- I said, hey ladies, is it okay if, if Rick comes to have supper with us? And I said, I promise we won't have a Bobert situation. Oh like, goodness. I won't even sit by him. There will be zero groping. <laughs> it was just like, it wasn't like everything that she did was everything that we are against. Yes. And we're not snobbish no. theater goers. It's not that. It was just so distracting because your screen lights up and she yes. was videoing constantly. Yes. And she said that in her defense, she said, oh, I didn't know. You didn't know. You didn't know. Liar pants on fire. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. I do remember some, some that he put out. Well, there were a bunch of kids in the audience. Like, well, they shouldn't have been there. <laughs> no, I agree. Yes, they shouldn't have been there. It was not appropriate. It wasn't Disney on Ice. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. Um, and their theater is different, so they were right on the aisle, so it was easy to escort them out. But yeah. I think they came back after intermission. Um, or they pulled them out after intermission or something. Something like that. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I think it was they were, that was the deal. I think they would talk to during intermission and told knock it off. Change their behavior. And then they didn't and then they had to be uh, escorted. But out. when I was reading about it, I was like, you know, I'm I'm very passive aggressive. Yeah. I believe I would say something in this situation. <laughs> I you know, and I wondered about that because of being at um the opera and yeah. there was the lady taking pictures and then I never did even at intermission because I was just like I'm just gonna let it go because now standing for up for what is right apparently makes you a Karen <gasps> and you are so Karen. I am a Karen you know Karens <laughs> get stuff done um, and uh, which I have a funny story about that but my thought is now like I'm afraid that I'm gonna be shamed for sign like actually standing up for what is right. right. Like somehow like being the rule keepers become the bad thing. Yeah. But here's a totally random story. Um, I was going through um, a Starbucks that was attached to a Hy-Vee gas station. Okay. And I've been through a couple of times and I always get a blueberry scone. And so I've asked them previously can I get a blueberry scone? And they always tell me they don't have blueberry scones. I could have a blueberry muffin or a vanilla, petite vanilla scone, which to me, it's not like they're against blueberries and they're against, against scones, but they just don't have blueberry scones. So I think it's very strange. The first time it happened, I was like, well, maybe it's a mistake. So I've gone through again and I've asked for a blueberry scone and then they've said, no, we don't have blueberry scones. So I'm like, that's fine. I went through last Saturday and I'm like, I will check the sign. And on the side, it says blueberry scone. Cool. I ordered my drink and I said, and I'll take, I'll get a blueberry scone. They said, we don't have blueberry scones. Can I get a name for the drink? And I said, Karen. And so I go to the front as I'm driving through, I'm like, oh, I should tell them to put that on the sign. Like they need to take it off the sign. And I'm like, I can't because I told them my name is Karen <laughs> and I'm going to end up on Reddit about this lady who came through the Starbucks and she said, you need to update your sign because you don't have blueberry scones. Literally did not tell them, but they really should update this side. <laughs> you just want to do the right thing. Exactly. Such just a stigma. other people. And I went through there this morning and I didn't want a blueberry scone, but part of me wanted to just say, hi, what name for the drink? K, can I get a blueberry scone? You need to update your sign. But yeah. I didn't. Mm. It's a tragedy. Like, it's just... Because they would have an updated sign and nobody would have to go through <laughs> and say, can I have a blueberry scone? And they wouldn't have to say, we no. don't have them. There. That's my story for the day. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, next on the agenda is Girl from the North Country. Yeah, that's not till December. It isn't. But I did not realize this, but this is actually the true end for the 2022-23 season. Correct. This was the last show, and yeah. then we have Girl from the North Country, yeah. um, which is music of Bob Dylan, and it's set in Duluth, because Bob Dylan's from Duluth, but it's set in 1934, not Bob Dylan time. Mm. So that to me makes no sense, because yeah. to me, especially Bob Dylan's music being so anti-establishment for the time, I don't know how it translates to the Depression. Mm, interesting. So it's going to be strange, maybe, um, like it, it includes like a Rolling Stone, which is 
um, an awesome song about how essentially you think you're one way, but then somebody told you a bunch of lies and you believed them. Mm-hmm. And it's such a great song. Okay. But I'm also worried that it's going to be a lot of, oh yeah, don't you know? Yeah, sure, you betcha. I couldn't stand Garrison Keeler. Everybody loved Garrison Keeler. Ugh. Pretty Home Companion. Ugh. <laughs> so, yes. And then um, you are going to go see kids' shows. Yes. So Des Moines Playhouse um, is doing High School Musical Junior, and that is next week. So I think it's like the... Um, hmm. Karen will look it up for me while I talk. But High School Musical Junior is part of the Penguin Project. Yes. So that's the one they do with um, people of all abilities uh, alongside... um, A mentor. A mentor, correct. That's right. So I think it's the 12th through the 15th or something like that. Oh, I thought it was a single performance. Uh, There's at least two. Oh, it is. You're right. 13th through the 15th. 13th through 15th. It's 7 p.m., on Friday and Saturday night, and then 2 p.m. on Sunday. And it's only a 45-minute show with no intermission. Oh, nice. I did just look that up today because um, they're doing, like, a preview on Thursday. That's okay. why I was thinking about Thursday. This um, is the second time they've done a Penguin project because they did one last year as well, too. I think it was Annie last year. So, yeah, High School Musical Junior. Um, so I'm going to check that out with my tween. And then Susical the Musical is coming at the end of October. Um, Uh, October 27th through November 5th. Thank you so very much. So that one, um, I've seen before, I want to say maybe the Johnston High School production. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's what it was because I wanted to go see it, but then I was sick or something like that. Um, Or I couldn't make it work. Do you want to go see this one? I'm taking my shortest person. Oh, she likes me. She does like you. (laughs) (laughs) I am looking at the Des Moines Playhouse's uh, webpage, and on Friday, November 3rd, they're doing Friday Fun Day, and it's The Little Red Hen. That was one of my favorite books, because essentially, she stuck it to them. (laughs) And I was like, she's my hero. (laughs) Um, It's an interactive theater show for children ages four to six. I fit right in. Uh, great for preschools, childcare centers, kindergarten classes, and families. Join the Adventure Clubhouse as the Playhouse Gang each month. Oh, they must do it every month. Yeah, then. they do. It's during the day, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. As they dramatize a favorite story using their imaginations and the costume pieces and props they find in their magic trunk. Hmm. So it is um, 10 a.m. or 1.30 p.m. on Friday. And it's the Little Red Hen on November 3rd. I never knew about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're always, like like I said, it's good for daycares and preschools yeah, and kind of sense. stuff. A good um, little activity. Yeah, a little thing to do. Yeah. So anyway, we got a bunch of that coming up. Yes. And at some point, I want to tell you about the 36 questions. I know you've already heard about it, but I need to tell everybody else about my new obsession with this podcast musical thing. And then I also want to tell you about theater camp. Because it's now on You Hulu. are busting at the seams to tell me about theater camp. I dreamt last night that, like... Ben Platt and his fiance were somehow in my like we were hanging out, oh and my gosh. he thought I was a stalker. Like, it, I it wonder was why. Weird, I it was a weird wonder dream. why. 
and it was weird. Also, we can talk about Into Proud because we saw that months ago. Yeah, in June. Yeah, I still have my playbill, but you said you threw away I your playbill. I finally got rid of my playbill because yes. I'm like, I, it's not a reference point for me anymore. Um, so this is interesting because um, Beetlejuice, Hades Town, and Into Proud were all nominated the same year. Oh wow! For uh, best musical, also uh, prom, and maybe something else. Prom's good. Because like there's uh, was five nominations. So. Cool. Well, we'll be back in a couple weeks about High School Musical Junior. Or I will be, anyway. Maybe I'll see if my tween will talk to me. Yes. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Karen. Yep. See ya. Bye. Hi there. Just wanted to take a quick moment to ask you to subscribe to our podcast wherever it is you're listening. Rate us and review us, and that helps other listeners find us and also lets us know what it is you like about our podcast. Find us on Facebook at Demusicals or email us at desmusicals at gmail.com. Tell us what you think about the shows that we've reviewed or recommend a show for us to watch, and we'd be happy um, to take your input. Reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Bye.